America's best mustache and flow <laughs> at work. A genuine national treasure since the early 90s. Absolutely. Mr. Travis Tritt. Yeah. They broke the mold with him. They did. They really did. Oh, man. I need to. I, 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 I want to go wherever you can. You can go. To see a bronze. Travis Tritt needs a bronze somewhere. Absolutely. I got a, got a quick question for you. Yes. Before we move on to talk about what's happening and how you're doing. What's happening, man? Uh, <laughs> how much would you pay for a one night only, one night only, limited, only Travis Tritt acoustic set with 50 other people in the room? How much would you pay to get into that room? I mean, you know. Where's the venue? Sadie J Chapel, Plannerful. How much would you pay to get well, in? Well, I wouldn't have to pay. Well, I know, but, but if I did. I pay three three hundred. I would say for 50, 50, like fifty people hanging out, like meet, closest friends and Travis Tritt. Yeah, I, I, I would drop two hundred fifty bucks for at, sure. At least two fifty. I've spent two fifty on dumber things. Uh, no question, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Well, man, thanks for meeting me midweek here. We got a lot going no on. Kidding, I, I'm, you know, I got busy things. You got busy things. This was a pod that had to happen. This though. one, we got too much to talk about. We do, we do. There's a lot of things going on the latter, latter half of this week that just need to be put. Out to the world. The millions listening, oh, for sure. man. All right. Well, McKinley, Masters weekend. I don't even know how to do is it. That the Jim, is that Jim Nance? Is That's, that yeah, the, the Amen Corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best weekend golf Absolutely. of the year. Here's, I'm not a golf fan. I don't think you are either. I, I will say that I'm not the biggest golf fan. But I love the Masters. I love the Masters. And... I keep up with the majors. As of right now, Brooks Kepka in the lead. Uh, he's been in the lead after the first round since 2015. <laughs> he, win, exactly. he wins some of them. He doesn't on the others. But uh, the biggest story, obviously, since I was 10, Tiger is two off the lead, three off the lead. He and ha- uh, Happy Gilmore are the reasons I'm golf fans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and John Daly, those three. Oh, damn. Being a Memphian, him coming through Southwind, being an Arkansas guy. John Daly was really the the reason I got into watching golf, and then Tiger came along really closely after that. And man, I'm a Tiger fan, yeah, and I follow it because of that. Um, his greatness cannot be understated. It, it is it is Jordan Serena Williams level dominance. Now that being said, I didn't I didn't need to mention this. One thing that I'm I'm not enough of a Tiger fan that. I'm so locked in that I'm going to, like, take off work to watch the entire second round tomorrow. And I know people that are doing that. Like, yeah. there's people that took off the day to watch the entire, like, stream it. I got people at work who are, who are streaming it. And let me let me say this, things. too. I don't ever think he's going to get back to the level of dominance that he once had. I don't no. think it's even – but there's people is that still four, hold is, on is to that. Is he at 14, maybe? He's at 14. He's, 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 he's to trying 18. to get to 19. 19. Well, Jack's yeah. got 18. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to get to 19. Um – I want to see him do it, you was, know, just w- just for the sake of seeing it happen. Man, I just I want to see him win one more. I don't care. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, well, I, I want it know, to be soon. We watched I, the champion, the PGA Championship Tour yeah. Championship last year. That was incredible. That was compelling TV. That's the first time I can remember watching golf in what five six years yeah. and being like since before Tiger ran his car into a tree. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Elon. Shout out Elon North. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, that was compelling. It was. 
golf has to have that. It you think about since that, you kind of try to get excited about Jordan Spieth. You try to got you try to get excited about Rory, about Dustin Johnson. You know, it just it's not the same. It's not. You know, and we are probably playing in the time when there is more parity and top level golf than ever before. That is because of Tiger. I mean, he got everybody they had to play. They were they grew up in municipal golf courts, country clubs, all that stuff. So they it became players. Um, and it's kind of created this giant monster, I think, that everybody's so good that nobody cares. Does yeah. that make sense? It's I mean, like, like, well, somebody's going to win this week. Yeah, I mean, everybody's so good. Nobody that guy's cares. my buddy. Yeah, my, I'm, I'm still, in my heart, I'm going like, hey, where's John, where is John Daly this week? <laughs> I mean, like, where's, where's <laughs> Champions Tour? No I mean, yeah, you know. But um, it's just golf is, is really good. It's like tennis. There's yes. so many top-level tennis players that it's almost boring because everybody's and so good. And you know what? It's unfair to pay a lot of people, like especially young kids. The competition is boring, if that makes sense. Yes, you know what I mean? so very much yeah. so. Um, th- th- this is unfair to people that I want to say that are in, you know, in their early 20s. You know, if you're 22, 3 or younger, you missed the greatest era of sports. You really did. The 90s Bulls, the 90s Cowboys, the 90s Braves. Tiger Woods, uh, the Yankees of the, the, the Yankees, yeah. uh, men's tennis. Do you remember when it was Sampras, Agassi, Chang? I mean, it was just like every week. And think about the Olympians of the nineties. Oh my! Oh I mean, my you, I mean, gosh! Carl man. Lewis going into the late eighties, early nineties. Michael Johnson. Yeah, Michael I mean, Johnson. Like, uh, Lolo. Donovan Bailey was winning hundred meter dash. That remember the race? Oh, they were like the it was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was crazy. But no, but no, but man, I, I want to see Tiger win. I do. Um, I'm not going to care if anybody else does. I'm just, I mean, like, right. I will forget. About, if Tiger doesn't win, I'll have to be reminded when the U.S. Open is. Yeah. You know, my thing about the way I feel about it, and I think the way, I don't know if it's a subconscious thing or whatever, I think the the, the United States fan base, in their team sports, they like parity. Yes. They like so, everybody being so pretty true. good, having a chance. But in individual sports, they we want, somebody want dominate. dominance. Like, I watch Serena. You can even have one or two. Like, you can have Nadal Federer. You can have Serena Venus. But, like, you need two. In in, in, in golf, there's 30. Like, I mean, I'm going with uh, Francisco Molinari as my pick. I don't even know what he's doing right now. But he's hot. His putter's hot. And I only heard this on another golf show earlier. So, that's what I'm going with. I'll tell you another thing that I dislike about the guys. Like, there's guys that are good. Sweetest swing ever, Fred Couples, by the way. (laughs) There's, There's two things else about golf specifically. There's way too many guys that are really good at it that I just can't bring myself to root for because of how boring they are. John Rahm, Patrick Reed, get out of here. Like, I know you want a tournament. You know, congrats. You want a Masters. But who, if, who, if who's it, the chubby guy from Auburn that everybody hates? Oh, um, Duffner? No, what's his Jason name? Duffner? Yeah, he's a punk. Nobody yeah. likes I mean, him. That's, but that's my point. Like, right. I mean, there's so many of those guys. It's like, dude, you're not, you can't possibly be good at anything else. Like I, I like it's almost hard for me to consider golf a sport. You got to play golf so much you can't do anything else. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like I like I, I don't golf and I've got buddies that like I want to see on the weekends. I'm like, "Hey man, y'all want to you know go get some crawfish and maybe go out one night?" Yeah, I, I would, but I'm I got a tea time at 9 a.m. at Oxford CC or I'm like, "Oh, okay, just go." You know, I, I remember you're, you're 13 handicap. You're you're never going to break 75, but you just go keep doing that. That's I remember fine. when my my father was a uh, a young coach, and I was like a kid. He said that you know back in the day, the business deals all got done on the softball field. Like everybody had softball teams, and everybody yep. traveled. He said, but then he said I quit getting shit stuff done. <laughs> Excuse my language. I quit getting stuff done when it went to the golf course. He said because I can play golf, and it's like me. I'm I like to yeah. play. I'm no good. I'm horrible. I, pl- I have the worst slice you've ever seen, and I don't like getting sunburned. I mean, 
And so you I'm know, down. you know, like, and I can only drink this, so much beer. This is fantastic thinking about this too. I had a buddy of mine tell me this a long way. He really wasn't. A, he's not. He wasn't a. He wasn't a mentor, and he wasn't a buddy. He was just kind of in between. Just an older guy I knew that I kind of was. You know, thought was funny. He told me a long time ago. He was a teacher. I'm not gonna mention his name because he'd blush. He, and he will listen too. I'll tell you later. He said, "Man, as you become an adult man, there's three things you can do for enjoyment, whether you're married or not. You can golf, you can hunt and fish, or you can bet on sports." And he said, I don't know about you, but I ain't never made any money golfing or fishing and hunting. <laughs> and if you, if, honest to God's truth, if you look at the stuff you put into because people that get oh, into yeah. golf, oh, man, I got to get a new, you know, cleat scratcher. I got to get a new towel. I got to get more tees. It's the same thing as me blowing 50 on Duke in the Sweet 16. <laughs> Shout out to Play It Again Sports for my first golf club set. <laughs> that place was awesome. I had a mixed match set of blades. And everything was the worst. I was yeah. terrible. Used to I still it. have a set that my original set, Molitors. Best round I ever played in my entire life, uh, Oklahoma Country Club. Same here. Yeah. Everything's... The periscope hole. <laughs> <laughs> the whole course is a par three, but somehow it's like comes out to like 36. Yeah. And uh, and I can say this, because the people are listening, but when I was a young chap, when the two-lane highway was... Uh, Going through Highway 9 in Pontotoc. Yeah. We used to park on the other side on the subdivision that never got finished. Go th- under the bridge and get on the 13th water hole and steal all the golf balls out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, t- dude. We got to talk after yeah, this because yeah, no, I got no, a funny no, story no, no. about that, too. Well, man, who's your, who do you think is going to win it? I know, we're, I know we're already kind of a round in, but I haven't seen much of Don't go with Brooks Kepka. Anybody but him. Yeah, I can't say right Brooks Kepka so, now. Um, Molinari could be plus 10, but I'm going with him. Um, okay. If that's the case, I'm going to cheat David just Duvall. a little bit. <laughs> Paint Stewart, rest in peace. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I'm going to edit that in me saying a cuss word. Out of <laughs> um, I'm going um, Dustin Johnson. Okay. Two shots off the lead. Why not? Okay. I like that. He well, hits the ball far. You know, we talk about we talk about a lot of things that kind of transition from one to the other. Sports, Hollywood, they kind of go hand in hand. Golf lends itself well to cinema. You know what I mean? Some of the best sports films ever. Or golf movies, you know. Wh- well, what's your favorite golf one? What's your favorite golf movie? And and I know everybody likes Caddyshack. It's fun, but but what's your it's favorite? not. And here, but it's here, not my favorite. Let's say this too. You're going to be really shocked about my favorite. I want you to let you go first though. People might shut off the podcast if I say mine first. <laughs> okay. Well, um, well, Brian, I, I this mine may surprise you too little. I'm going with Ten Cup. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you why. Well, it's a great movie. That was that. That's actually my. That's actually my second. It I was it. one of the one. It was a. It was a golf movie that actually kind of played like a real life scenario. Like it. Was <laughs> <laughs> I thought of a funny scene. <laughs> they quit shooting chili peppers. That's at least you shoot chili peppers. At least we got one more ball in the bag, Roy. Give me another ball. Cheech Marin was the best, by but the way. No, but no kidding. Like, it had a good storyline, and it kind of like you felt like you were actually watching a major. When they when, they, when they were having the when him and uh the guy were having the uh, the contest, Sue could hit it the farthest, and he hit it down the road. Oh, that chubby redneck guy said he hit it down the damn road. <laughs> Big TCU <laughs> sister beater. <old>. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I, no, I, that's that that would be my that, favorite. That's golf a good movie. one. That's a really good one. And Kevin Costner was great in oh, that. Oh, so good. Uh, the woman was who was that? Renee uh, Russo. Renee Russo. And it was. I tell you another thing I liked about it. It was it had a psych. You know, she was a psychologist, and she was trying and to help it. Golfers with the swing. need that. That you know, that's kind oh, of oh, it's a, so big. Yeah. Me for me, part like if I'm ever get good at golf, I've got to do like 
five weeks of therapy just to get started. Because <laughs> I'll break stuff. It's true. I, 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 if I ever got mad enough to break a club or throw anything, then that's like when I didn't want to play again. I'm right. like, dude, I'm not. Why, why do I even do now, this? If I'm in the basketball, I'm gonna, if I'm in a gym playing and I do something, right. I get, I get mad there. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm not. seeing you. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, I'll go tell you my favorite. Yes, golf please. Movie. And it's really, uh, it's gonna, it's, it's a shocker. And it's it's got a lot of sentimental value to to me, like we talked about in the last episode about it takes you back to a certain place. Sure. Um, <clears throat> when I was younger, my mother and I, she worked for uh, South Central Bell. Okay. So she got transferred during the big transfer. It was like uh, you're either going to retire early, be laid off, or transfer to another city because they were shutting down the Memphis place. And co- fo- kids, for you that don't understand what that is, that's a phone company before they had cell phones. Yeah, yeah it was. It's now uh, now I think it's AT and T. Yeah. I mean, like back then it was South Central Bell, then Bell South, and all stuff. But um. So she got transferred to Knoxville, and for the first month we lived up there, we had an issue getting our cable hooked up. It was like a new apartment complex, and it was just a, uh, you know, this was 1990. You know, things weren't as easy back then. We had a, a VCR and had a VHS uh, tape. Caddyshack 2. <laughs> so <laughs> Brian busted me for Nickelback Ore the other day. So now we're taking and applications. It, it, we're taking applications for and you can hit me up at McKinley Holland uh, at Gmail. I'll, I'll have to acknowledge it is an absolutely atrocious movie. It is god awful, but I love it because it does not take itself serious. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I can at all. Jackie Mason repl- replaced Rodney Dangerfield. It's a travesty. Um, <laughs> Randy Quaid was in it. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, it's one of the worst movies of all time, especially sports movies. But I love it. But I'll tell you a funny thing. The reason I think I love it, the title song, the soundtrack, Kenny Loggins. Um, so in 2001, my f- really great friend Josh West was at Delta State. Yeah. And he was in Renaissance, the traveling uh, ambassador band that goes gotcha. around. Josh is a fantastic drummer, one of the best musicians around Tupelo. Um, but anyway, we went to their fall concert. And I was going to Northwest, and we took some friends down there. And I didn't know anything they were going to play. I mean, never heard them pr- play out you know, in years when I was in high school. So I show up. And all of a sudden, they play the song, and it's the song from Caddyshack 2. I'm going. And we got through. I lit up. Josh gave it to me. It's like, great, great show. Dude, was that the song from Caddyshack 2? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it made my night. And that's I love that movie. It's terrible, but I love it. So, like I said, you were, you, you had you had a bad one last week. I get, I'm get i entitled to one this week. You brought that on yourself. I did. I didn't have a choice. I know. I know. I had. I had to get it out there. And I'm gonna save my. That was my. That was, that was my therapy. That was my therapy. I had to get it out okay. there. I had to let the well, world know that you had to paint a bad light on me to, to, to open it up there, to where there's, you. There's a chink in the armor on this side of the table. I like Caddyshack too. Other good golf movies, obviously Happy Gilmore. It's almost not even a golf movie. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, it's ca- just like Caddyshack too. It, it, <laughs> mm, <laughs> so and of course, there's the original Caddyshack one which that everyone is, adores. Which is great. Um, a couple other just. You know, honorable mentions. Um, I actually enjoyed the Legend of Bagger Vance. Can I say this? I enjoyed it, but the folks in that movie it should have won a damn Oscar. Uh, I mean, like the premise of it, like could have been. Oh my goodness! But it was like Disney. You yeah, know I mean? you know what I mean. Like, like a- Ashley Judd's Southern Sweet Potato Queen. Queen was it, was it Ashley Judd or, or Charlie Theron? Charlie Theron. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, Randolph Juno, Matt Damon. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that but was their their accents were so thick. Even Will Smith was like, I love I, I the costumes because well, like the guy who played Walter Hagen had the the knickers on and he yeah. had the shoes, and then the guy who played Bobby Jones was long pants and a sweater, and he was handsome. And mm-hmm. he did know, CrossFit. Yeah, and, 
1930. His body broke down 15 years later. But (laughs) But the the other movie I was thinking about was a golf movie. Not a lot of people have seen this, and I think it actually is Disney. Greatest game ever played. That's That's a good good little movie. It's one of those ones like if it's on, it's halfway through. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch the back nine. You know, why not? But anyway, love golf movies, man. They're so good. Well. I, I, I'm, I'm excited about the Saturday, Sunday of the Masters, and I'm just really, ho- I'm really hoping I can pull up my red turtleneck on Sunday and enjoy Tiger. You ever red turtleneck? I, if Tiger's in the hunt on Sunday, I will. You will yeah. fashion a red yeah. turtle. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to my friend. His name is George Jones. He's a he's a, a friendly acquaintance of mine. He's on Twitter, and he's a big golf guy. And he tweeted something the other day. They showed the Masters Champions Dinner that the last year. Oh yeah. Years, and he said the biggest travesty in golf history is that John Daly never got to make a Masters Champions. Oh my year. gosh. <laughs> Yeah, we have Marlboro Red Soup with <laughs> Bud Heavies. <laughs> Bud Heavies. <laughs> For the po' boy. Oh, my gosh, man. But No, what a, what a cool occasion, man. No, absolutely. Shout out Masters Week. We'll wrap it up next week when yeah, we can we'll, we'll we'll talk, talk about, about the winners for sure. If it's if it's entertaining, yeah. If, if, it, if, if Tigers in the hunt, we'll talk about it. If it's if it's not, I'll be asleep on. Sunday if it's Gary Woodland, you won't hear a word from us next week <laughs> about the Masters. Is he from around Houston? I don't. I don't. I think he's from Houston, Mississippi. But anyway, <laughs> well, there's a lot of other stuff going on in sports. Um, my main man, Showtime Magic, yeah, crying on TV, had his heart broke by Braun. Yeah, what do you think about that? I think uh, a lot of it I can't say mm-hmm. on the podcast, but I'm so I don't I don't want this to drag out. Let me just yeah. say, in this scenario, I'm Team Magic, and I would have never been on the bronze side of anything just because I despise him right. so much, and and that's opening up another can of worms. I hate it because when when I was 18 years old. I wanted LeBron James to be better than Michael Jordan. I wanted him to be the next it. But it, what he has become is everything I don't want him to be. Well, here's what I think. But as far, as far as magic, I, I mean, I, I hate it. I, I really do. Now, I'll, I'll say this. There, there are, both sides are at fault here. I, I agree. And, um, and, and when I think about it, I think that LeBron is trying everything LeBron can do to get players to come play with him. I think Magic realized that nobody of substance is going to go play yeah. with him. I think he said, I cannot ransom this future of this franchise for Anthony Davis at that time. You know what I mean? Like, right. that all fell through. I also think that Magic Johnson looks at the job that he had and goes, I'm doing nothing. I'm not good at this. And and, no. and, and if I can be real about Magic, Magic was a heck of a player. Tremendous oh. businessman. Okay? True that. But in his business life, there's a bunch of people on a board there's a bunch of people in his group that help him make decisions. Sure. When when Magic has been the face or in charge of something outside of the point guard for the Lakers on his own, it hasn't gone well. It hasn't been very he, good. He didn't do a good job as the coach. He did not do a good job right now as the president. He did the worst job ever as host of the Magic Hour talk show that came on late at night. Three, I mean, three big yeah. figures. So I mean, I'm, and I want to say because I, I like I like Magic. I do too. And it's it's hard to dislike him when you watched him as a player, but I honest to God, truth, just don't think he's very smart. I just think he's just like a guy that was just not very smart. That because of who he was, they just thrusted him into a position, and yeah, that's. I think you know. he, I think he's I think he's sharp, but I don't think you know if that makes sense. You know, what I mean? no, you know, no, I got you. Know, I just um, yeah, I mean, and I'll say this too: there's something else going on. Oh, I, no I don't doubt. know. He is he is doing this, and it's like the Wizard of Oz. Like, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain because yeah. I'm doing something else. There's something else behind There's this. no doubt We're about gonna it. We're going to hear a story 
It'll like, pop up in three like after the finals. Yep, yeah, we'll You're hear. Right. We'll hear something. Will come out. Either he did something. The Lakers did something. Somebody. There's an accusation. Oh yeah. There are. You know. There. There'll be an expose. Something's up. Um. But my thing is this. It's probably a lot of Le- LeBron is the reason Magic is leaving. Well, and LeBron's you know I mean? the reason everything. Nope. He used to be the reason everybody was. Oh wow. Right. Nobody's That's the reason everything goes south. Nobody's wanting to be in Space Jam with him. Yeah. I've heard that. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, it's just it's kind of a, a rough season, isn't it? Not like this season, but just like a season in his career. Like over oh, the course yeah. of three or four years. I think the way to solve that is to win. If you if you're LeBron and you come back and win, yeah. nobody cares. I mean I mean but, for real. But to 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 say that, to speak to that, somebody he needs help. He does need help. He needs help. And and if he doesn't like he needs to humble himself. As hard as that is. You sound like the Iron Sheik on Twitter. I know. <laughs> He, but he 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 really needs to humble himself and say, "Okay, I'm a little too much now," and he needs to look in that mirror and say, "Okay, Hollywood, it's I need to go back to being Akron LeBron pre pre second trip to Cleveland Akron when he really played hard mm-hmm. back when they would get swept, you know." Four zero. He or took get, Drew Gooden and Zadrunas Ogaskis to the finals, and man. it was his passion and fire and and willingness to be a great teammate and putting a team on his back that everybody made everybody start to cheer for that guy. Yeah, and now that he's starting to appear in championships. I mean, nobody cares. It's like, dude, yeah, what happened? You want to win championships, but you've got to have all this help to do it. Yeah, screw that, man. Yeah. But I mean, I, and for his sake, I hope he does humble himself. The league needs him. Yes, to be they good. do. And yes, I'm they a do. big lover of the league. So I want him to be good. I'm not a big lover of the league, but when it is at, when it is good, it is really good. Kind of like the example of the NFL. The NFL maybe had one of its best regular seasons ever yep. this past year. It really was awesome. But and and the year before that parody. was horrible. Mm-hmm. Year before that was horrendous because of all the off the field stuff. You know, but like when when at, when sports is good at the professional level, it's really good. Yeah, it's so compelling. But anyway, well, you know, the Lakers right now they're the uh, they're they're only probably the third. Most dysfunctional team in the NBA. You have they're probably three, right? The Knicks are probably two. Oh gosh, man! And as as of today, uh, April the eleventh, two thousand and nineteen, the most dysfunctional franchise is about ninety minutes of Highway seventy eight, yeah. now known as the I twenty two corridor. I, I was gonna say highway. You said corridor. I knew you, I, you wanted it. I, I wanted to, it. but I felt it. The Grizzlies, man, uh, it's bad right now. Um, finished thirty three. I think they won thirty three games. Um, thirty three and forty nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really bad year. They started off like twelve and twelve five. and five. Yeah. It's really, really taking a tailspin since um, then. The problem with the Grizzlies is the same problem they've had. They had good players with a good mindset that the city loved that covered yes. up the deficiencies going on in the front office. Um, the Grizzlies are viewed as a franchise with a weirdo owner in Robert Perry, a, ge- a genius, a genius, a smart man, but a weirdo. Uh, a lot of money. Just because uh, just because Howard Hughes was re- rich doesn't mean he wasn't a, a weirdo. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no be kidding. A weirdo. I mean, he was a wet recluse, and Robert Perry's not like that, but he, he's different. Um, Chris Wallace was a figurehead with, with with no power. Now he's being reassigned into the scouting department, which is best. Sure, that's how he got his start watching players. He started uh, maybe hoop scoop or prep online. It was something. He started a service. That's what he needs to do. Um, fire JB Bickerstaff. I'll go ahead and tell the Grizzlies. I I know those guys listen. John Hollinger. He listens to the podcast weekly. Holler at your boy. Just give me a call. Half the money. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. I'll pay for my own suits. Just sponsor us some T-shirts yeah. for the podcast. I'll coach. Put your name on the podcast. It'll be fun. <laughs> we'll run lives. We'll back cut folks. We'll shoot a lot of threes. 
I'll make it fun. I'll I get season I'll get, tickets. I'll get three six to come pay at halftime. <laughs> It'll be good. I definitely want season yeah. tickets. But I, but they're just dysfunctional right now, and it's really sad because like today, at ten o'clock, Chris Wallace came out as the general manager of the Grizzlies or president, whatever it is, and he says. I don't see any reason I won't be back, and we're going to go forward and be competitive as usual. Never mention trading Mike Conley and all this stuff. Four hours later, he's reassigned. J.B. Bickerstaff's fight. Like, what did the Grizzlies know to now that they didn't know four hours ago? Right. Why didn't they do this last night? Why didn't they do this four weeks ago? It's like they, like, didn't go through their paperwork. They were like, oh, my gosh, wait a minute. We did this? Yeah. I just wasn't paying attention because we were losing. It's like they (laughs) were watching Chris Wallace's press conference for something dumb going, oh, that's it. No, never mind. Yep, yep. Call him. Call him. (laughs) But I really don't know where they go um, from here. Jerry Stackhouse was a, a hot name in the coaching circuit, but now he's at Vandy. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, how did that happen? That's a bad hire for Vandy. I think it's a horrible hire because it has no connection to the university. Well, and, and <laughs> Nick Van Exel, if he goes to Cincinnati, good hire. Oh, dynamite! He's hire. been on the Grizzlies staff and in the NBA. Yeah, like, that's dude, a good hire because yeah. he's a coach active and he's from there. Oh, it, it, Jerry Stackhouse is long. not from Vandy. That's what's and, he, and on top of that, he represents everything that like Vandy athletes is not. Like yeah. he was a UNC guy. But with that being said, that might be what they're going. For. That's true. He may be saying, "Hey, man, we're paradigm gonna do this there. now. We're yeah. gonna go the Bruce Pearl route." Yeah, I'm, 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 you know what? <laughs> good you, for what, them. Whatever you got to do. He, he has some names, and I know Ole Miss fans are kind of tickled about it too. Yeah, yeah Bryce Drew can get it. <laughs> but, but you know, anyway. but uh, but the Lakers are pretty dysfunctional. I'll tell you what's not dysfunctional right now: the way that Dirk and D Wade are getting sent off, dude. I cried I watching tweeted the commercial. It. And I did. It, it was, uh, I did. You, do you remember this about like a month ago? I told you I tweeted. I think I said it on the podcast. Nobody sends you off like baseball does. It's almost like the basketball guys watched the Ichiro thing and were like, you know what? We got two guys like that going out too. Let's really make this special. And here, here, here's – I hate to even correct you here, but uh, nobody – the only person that does sending you off better than baseball – Budweiser, because <laughs> they cry right now. I know, right? But you you know what they did that like made it so. What made it so cool was it had the feel of like the Super Bowl puppies commercial. Yeah, I, and I thought he was genuinely surprised at who came in the door. I gu- I guarantee you didn't know. There's no way that was staged. Man, There's I, no way. I, I I'm not even going to say that it got dusty in there. I tears came out of my face. There's it no question in my good. mind. Uh, it hit, he had triple double in his last game. Dude, that right? I saw a stat. This was hilarious. As they got sent off, their 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 last last time to lace them up, Kobe dropped sixty. Dirt 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 dropped a double double. Uh, Wade had a triple double. Paul Pierce played two minutes at zero point zero six zero rebounds. And then Jamal Crawford, who's not retiring, had a fifty burger the other night. He's thirty nine <laughs> years thirty nine years old. Dude, he's been he's been getting buckets a long time. Here's the thing about Jamal Crawford. I'll say this: he is a top ten one-on-one basketball player in modern NBA history. I'm talking about just breaking down his oh, man, yes. getting a bucket, getting a shot. There are not ten players in the modern history of the NBA better than him. I am buy, I buy that. I, mean, I, I really think so. I really think so. Otherwise, he wouldn't have a job. You know, somebody, yeah. somebody would like, be like, okay, man, you can't play this game anymore. Yeah. Because there's a situation in the NBA every time we're like, hey, man, I know you've got your AARP card. We need to go get a bucket. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you two hard questions before we go to break to wrap up the sports park. Okay. Um, better career. Dirk Nowitzki. Individual performance only. No no team accolades. Individuals. Dirk Nowitzki. Larry Bird. Mm. That's tough, right? 
man, why do you do this? I, it just kind of it that just popped in my brain. Like I was thinking when you were talking right there, that's tough, right? And here's what I'm narrowing it down to: because the rebounds per game is about similar. Yeah. Dirk scored more points. Larry played a less time. I mean, you know, Dirk came out at 18, 17. And I'm going to go Dirk, and I'm going to tell you why. No, I'm. Here, here's why I love Dirk. Let me just say, can I answer without answering? Absolutely, yeah. You can avoid the question. Dirk, I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> fifth, fifth. <is> it. <laughs> anyway, um, Dirk revolutionized the game for another continent. Okay. He's the best international player to ever play professional basketball. The best European for sure. Or best European. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, no question. Tim Duncan might be international being from the Virginia. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm just I think we it. own them though. Maybe. Don't we? We should if we don't. I got a timeshare down there. We'll go down one time. But anyway, Dirk revolutionized the game. He he was he, he kind of started the stretch four. Yeah. You know, and like now everybody has stretch four. Like even people that play now, you bring your true power forward back to the basket guy off the bench now because you're starting your stretch. The, it, it the, is, it's taken over for the point forward is the new new yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah. And and you know, just the fadeaway man, the the, the shot that revolutionized fadeaway. Off the wrong foot. Fall, yes, falling off the wrong foot. I gotta go with Dirk, but my God, I love Bird too. Well, man. That, that's kind of my thing. I, I think Dirk has had the better individual numbered career. Yeah. Um I think Larry's the better player. I, I, you know, you know I don't mean? think there's any question. Uh Larry Bird did more for the growth of the NBA in this country, like you said. Dirk really expanded it to Europe. You know what I mean? Like oh, he, he, really, no doubt. he really helped over there. Um, it was starting to happen before him. You know, a little bit of the Drazen Petrovic, Vladi Divac. Sure. Thing, but he, he exploded. With the Dream Team and then Dirk coming in oh, right then. Oh, man. And we, we were really fortunate that he got to play for Don Nelson. True that. Earlier. You know True what I mean? Because he, he let him go offensively. Absolutely. You know, uh, that, was a, that was a really blessing for us. But my other question is, and I'm going to. And I want to say it's cool, too, that he's kind of passed that torch to Luca. Yeah. And I feel like he's and a cool Luca's guy. And now Luca's the, the next. I feel, like, yeah, yeah, I, feel like, I feel like Dirk was a really cool guy. I yes. Really I saw him an episode of Punked one time, and it was really <laughs> funny. But anyway, go ahead. All right. Um, where do you rank Dwayne Wade in terms of guards, two guards, NBA history? Non point guard playing. Guards, you know what I mean. Top three. I was going to say he is three. I mean, it's Mike, Kobe, Dwayne. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to argue that. See, I, I mean, was, no doubt Mike and Kobe, but like I, I didn't want to say top five because right. then I was going to say, all right, who well, else? Well, I mean, then? Jerry West in the terms of the history of the game is up yeah. there, but that's such a, an old era. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oscar Robertson was a combo guard. He played the point, so I wouldn't really sure. count him. But in terms of just true two guards, I go, I go him three. I really I, I, and I'm on, I agree with that. Yeah, and and I, he was a he, Dwayne Wade is a fun player to watch play basketball. What I liked about him is he always added something to his game. Every, yes, he came in as a super athlete. Then he then he, he worked on uh, I guess you would say more of his scoring and slashing and finishing ability. Mm-hmm. Then he added a mid range jumper. Then he got the three point shot. Then he got a little post up game. Always a world class defender. Oh no and doubt. And along the line, Le- of, leader in blocks all time from the guard position. And, and along the lines of Allen Iverson. One of the toughest competitors and players you ever saw. No doubt. The get knocked down six times, get up that seven. Commercial that was was a commercial was fantastic a long time ago. Yeah. I loved one. what the one his son did, too. The, that was a good one. The remake. But shout out to those guys, man. Great careers. They don't make them like that should anymore. Have went to, should not have went to Chicago. Never. Shouldn't have went there. Bad, Bad was, move. The, the, he was mad. The, the Heat didn't yeah. want to pay him. The heat just, they were trying to think of a better way to do it without him. Just yeah, keep it there, so. yeah, yeah. They dropped the ball on that. Yeah. But. Love those two guys. Fantastic. Um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to tell you who we think will be sitting on the throne 
in Westeros in a couple of months. Absolutely. We'll be right back. Sometimes I watch the sometimes I watch the opening trailer even though I'm like like so ready for the show to start because it's just to like get myself mentally prepared. What's the week we've all been waiting for? The best Sunday of this year for sure. Better than the Super Bowl, no doubt. The the only better than Fish House Sunday. To compare with this, Tiger, Rory, Dustin Johnson, and Ricky Fowler are going to have to be in a four way playoff <laughs> like. Sunday at 6 o'clock. Yeah, so the Game of Thrones premiere is the 14th. Correct. Sunday. Um, the See, series finale. Series, last season. Series finale season premiere. Yes, yeah. six episodes. Right, yeah. Um, most anticipated show day uh, of all time, I think. Man, and you and I have been around for the golden era of TV, too. Like, I mean, TV, used to, there used to be yeah. three shows. Married with Children was one of those. Yes, it was. <laughs> Dallas. Dynasty. Dynasty. <laughs> But anyway, people's court during the day with Dukes of Hazard. If you didn't watch those, you didn't stay with your grandma. She made me think of Night Court. But anyway, okay. Um. Anyway, yeah, we man, watched did, Mash at my house. By the way, oh, I loved Mash. Mash was a good show. Anyway, sorry, Clinger. Yeah. Um, Hot lips, man. I guess social media has a lot to do with it because this has been. What? T- tell me another TV show that can take off. <laughs> a couple of years and be like, hey, we're not going to bring the next season until like 2019. The only thing that I can think <laughs> of that's kind of cl- close to this was the, and it was pro- maybe just in my friend's group uh, at the time, but when the last season of Lost came out. I, I enjoyed Lost. I, I did not care for Lost. Didn't watch it. Did you it. not? I think it was an in spite thing. <laughs> like everybody else watched it. I was like, I'm not. I'll say this. Uh, it got worse as it went on. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the first season, second season. Like most shows, on Because it was, you know, it was a mystery and you still wanted to know what was going on. But as it got, as it went on, it sucked. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. But th- th- this, th- that's nowhere near this, though. No. What, what is awesome is how everybody is capitalizing on this show. Like Oreos has made some Game of Thrones. Dude. Oreos. Um, Budweiser. Yeah. There are all kind of apps and stuff that like play oh on Game gosh. of Thrones games and stuff like that. Uh, the Halloween costume industry boomed in the past few years with people dressed in this Khal Drago. Oh, and, my gosh. You know, all those people. I saw an Instagram the other day of Khal <laughs> Drago walking around with two bodyguards that were 5'9". It was like, why is he even? <laughs> Who's going to mess with that guy? I've also seen some funny memes. It says, uh, you versus the guy she told you that she warned you about, <laughs> or not to worry about. And it's uh, Rob Schneider dressed as the, uh, the, the crazy guy from 51st Dates who cleaned the fish tanks. And then... <laughs> Aquaman, <laughs> that same guy, Jason Momoa. Oh, anyway, man. I got a question for you talking about yes. Halloween costumes. If there was one Game of Thrones character that you could actually go for as Halloween, who would it be? Oh, man. One character? I'd want to go as the Night King. Oh, no, I wasn't talking about who you want to go as, who you would actually look like. I mean, I want to go as <laughs> Jamie Lannister. I mean, how. <laughs> I want to go as the mountain. I don't look like them. Who would you look like? Who I, would I look like? Yeah, like, who like could you, who's who could my you pull off? With, um, 
hot pie. <laughs> I was going to say Lord Varys if you shaved your hair. <laughs> if you watch this show, you know how low blow that was. I would have to go as one of the... Uh, the Samuel Tarly. I was going to go... I'd go with Samuel Tarly. <laughs> I just lost my consciousness for a second thinking about you. Oh, that's great! I'd have to go as I, I would have to go as one of the fat bearded Baratheons. <laughs> one of those, whoever it was, Robert. Robert, Baratheon. yeah, I'd have to go as Robert, the king. Yeah, <laughs> hey, drunkard, it'd work. So, coming to a front door near you, October 2019, Brian Baldwin as Robert Baratheon, <laughs> myself as I could go as Hodor. Hodor. Yeah, man, I, I, that episode hurt me. It did. It hurt me too. I cried. Yeah, I cried. I did. I was upset about that. Hold the door. Oh man. Oh man. Can you tell you who's going to... There are no spoilers. We have not seen any of these episodes. Dude, nobody knows. We're going to talk a few predictions. But you tell you who I think is going to screw all this up. Bran. <laughs> He's going to... Okay, so I, I need to tell you this the about Bran. Mm-hmm. Bran, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, anyway, he... Five Dimes, Bovada, all the major gambling sites. Bran is going off at minus 125. Favorite. Favorite. Yeah. To rule Westeros, and everybody, the, the next closest is like Jon Snow at plus four hundred, and I'm like, dude, why Bron? It's the most boring storyline of the whole show. Here's why Jon Snow and Daenerys will not be ruling at the end of the show because they're supposed to. It's predictable, it's and this is the most to. unpredictable show in the yeah. history of shows. Um, there's gonna be a lot of deaths. The people you don't want to die, they're gonna die early. Like Jon Snow's gonna die. Ten minutes in Sunday night, you think so? No, but give if me, it happened, I'd be right, like, all right, all right. Uh, Here, okay. here's, some, here's some predictions." In first death, give it to me. I'm gonna you give me yours of the major fault. You know what I mean? Of people that yeah. matter. Give me your first death, Jamie Lannister. Okay, I don't know why. I mean, just this is what makes this show so great. You cannot make a prediction if you're too if you're too vague and go with chalk. You're bad wrong. If you try to go too much, you're like, no, man, they're not going to kill Jon Snow five minutes in the seat. You know, but then you get my point. I mean, it's just like the, what made this show so captivating. And if you haven't watched this by now, then I don't care about spoiling this. Everybody's protagonist, the, the, the one that everybody thinks is going to make the show so great and latch on to the hero. Ned Stark dies in episode three of the first season. And I'm like, he was like my dad. I was like, God, I love Ned Stark. <laughs> Off of his head. <laughs> Okay. Never, so what are we doing now? But I, I mean, that's just. I mean, what, what about you? You got a, a prediction? Uh, man. Don't say Samuel Tarly. <laughs> no. Um. It's a terrible. It, it'd probably be a, a terrible prediction. Um. And I don't know why I would say it. Um. I I, I think something's going to happen to Tyrion Lannister. No. I can't handle. I, I can't handle it. I'd be upset. But it's gonna happen because just because we don't, we don't I mean, expect I, it. I think something's gonna happen to him. Early. You know, I'd be okay with being gone first. Who? Varys. Oh, because you don't want to dress for him at Halloween twenty nineteen. Exactly. <laughs> he's like people a, have forgotten about. That. He's like a mixture of a creepy dude and Uncle Fester. Yeah, and I used to get called Uncle Fester. When no I way. Shaved head. Let me tell you something. Speaking of that, I hosted a little trivia shindig the other night, and somebody was there, and they had a, a really vulgar team name. But then yeah. I had to read out, and that was fine. But w- years ago, when I was chubbier and I had really curly hair, somebody said that I look like Principal Anderson from Billy Madison. <laughs> was that me? <laughs> Might have been you. <laughs> you and Tommy come up with that. 
y'all are now the jerks. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> I, I did. I had curly hair and I was real fat. And I, if well, I had glasses, but, I would have been him. I don't think it was as much as that you looked like Principal Henderson. It was. Is it you just wanted? What did you just say it out loud? Like, I, I, I know exactly what it was. It was the night. You can blame Reed Flowers for this. I remember this. We merged teams. Reed, if you're listening. Sir Thomas of Ecru. It was yes, my boy Rosa. We combined teams that night because we had three or four, and we usually had about eight, and they had three or four, and they usually had about eight. And our team name was, and with. Thirteen points. Uh, the DJ host looks like, or, or like it was that. That was uh, like Principal Anderson. I'm not just your DJ host. I'm I'm Principal Anderson from Billy Madison. <laughs> I remember that man. That was fun. I've had a bunch of good trivia names back in the day. But anyway, um, yeah, I think something's going to happen to Tyrion. So that, oh, that's kind of who. Uh, who do you who? Okay, two more. Two yeah, more yeah. About uh, who would you like to see on the throne, and who do you think will be on the throne? Because mine are different. I mean, okay. I, I'll start, I'm, I'm gonna let you go because I have to think about okay. one one of them. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. What I want, because I'm a sucker for romantic endings, I want to see Jon Snow and Daenerys, oh, and somehow him figuring out her birth control issues and solving those, and them holding a baby sitting on a throne and having a happy ending. I thought you were saying you were you're all about love and you were wanting Cersei and Jamie up there. I was confused. <laughs> no. It's creepy, man. But it is creepy. But it's the way it was back then. But it was, yeah. I remember the 70s. <laughs> the 1370s. <laughs> anyway. No, uh, no so, I mean, so, that, that so would be like, like that. That would be the... But that has zero chance of happening, so who's going to be on the throne? Who's going to be on the throne? Arya Stark. A girl without a face? Better? Yes, sir. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. This is just my... And I, I saw this earlier. She's going off at 12 to 1 right now. She's the only character who has seen multiple stages of each realm in the whole show. I mean, I guess you could say Brom does with his little wizardry and flashbacks, but... Yeah, mind games. Whatever. He's just up in his ivory tower playing whatever. But anyway, I mean, Arya has been to the wall. She's been to, you know, you know, she's been to King's Landing. She's been, you know, the North. I mean, she's been all over. She's seen all over. And now. Clams and cockles. She's, 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 now she's starting to rack up kills with that sword. And I think that she is just, I, I don't know what, and this is, I can't wait to hear yours because I, I just want to hear the contrast. So, but I, I think Arya Stark, and I think it's just because it's a young character. I think there's going to be a lot of older characters die off. And it's going to be like, it's going to wind up being the Starks versus somebody else. And I'm scared John's going to die. And I think she's going to be the last chick standing. Arya Stark for the throne. Okay. By the way, we're updating this every week. Absolutely. I, I was hoping, my hope that would, uh, old Samuel Tarley would be on the throne with his, uh, his maid, maiden, the woman he met. Um, he is going to be the key. The things he's reading, like the, the act, and like, he's got a big, he's got a bigger role. Gro- like he is going to be like, um, like you see the the movie where the guy's trying to figure out something they can't, and all of a sudden, boom, one guy somewhere else by a computer figures it out. You know what I mean? And he's going to say today, that's kind of like Sam. Well, he's going to he's going to read a book. He's going to get some info. And he's going to give it yeah. to John. And he's going to say today. So I would like to see him on the throne. That'd be cool. But I'm predicting Sansa Stark. Why? A she's a she's a beautiful smoking hot beautiful lady. <laughs> 
and I would like to see a beautiful woman in power there because I feel like it's the opposite of what was going on with Cersei. Yeah. You know what I mean? They need somebody compassionate, was strong and respected rather than feared. True. And that's kind of what I think there. And she's from the House Stark. Well, and let me ask you this since you said that. Because I think Arya and you think Sansa, how do you think that? Let's, I mean, let's argue a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why Sansa and not Arya? And then I'll tell you why I think Arya and not Sansa. I don't know. It's just a hunch. You just you're just going. It's just, to it's do just it. a hunch. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like Arya uh, kills folks. She deceives folks. Yeah, and you know, um, do you think like possibly like, like Arya a, could be a tool for Sansa? Yes, yes. Like okay. I, I could, I could see a situation where Arya gets killed while saving his, her sister. And see, like those things are going to happen. I would have thought, like somebody like the other. True, Sansa. Could, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's not as tough. She's more of a girly girl. I see Arya having to take up for her. And, you know, it's, that's, that's, yeah. I can't wait to. There's a lot of things going on. I mean, you know, when we're just speaking conventional wisdom, we're not thinking about real medieval times, like if you have the yeah. plague and oh, yeah. all those things. But Now, know, let me, let me somebody, ask you this. Here's a question that, that, that we did not ask. Who do you know, just destined deep down in your gut, is going to die? Two Who's going to get killed off? Two people. Jamie Lannister will die. I think so. And Brienne of Tarth will die. Brian was mine, and I don't want her dead. I, well, you want her dead? No, <laughs> I don't want any of them to really. If die you pick up on, the, if you so just started it. listening to the podcast, we're talking about Game of Thrones. She's still living. <laughs> so, who 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 do you who do you think? I mean, for real, who do you think's gone? No, but I think it's Brian Tarth. No, that's that's I do too. when you said it. I was like, man, she's gonna, and no. it's gonna be some kind of just valor, just unbelievable. She might do heroic. it. Try to save Jamie Lannister's life. I could see it. Mm-hmm. It could happen. That hot tub scene was big for them. Best Maybe hot, big for her more so than be, Jane. Of course, she is missing her arm. Best hot tub, best hot tub, hot tub scene since uh, Rob Corddry and Craig Robinson did their thing. <laughs> best amputee and six foot five female Chernobyl. hot tub scene in Ch- Chernobyl. <laughs> Energy drink. But anyway, um, but so what's one thing you want to see happen? Uh, what everybody wants to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see all the armies line up. I want to see it snowing. I want to see the Night King come out of nowhere. I want to see those. I want to see that ice dragon and Daenerys' dragons go at it. I want to see Jon Snow draw that sword. I want the best battle royale ever seen on television. Mm. And I'm sorry for being so dramatic. I like it. I'm down with that. (laughs) But that's what I want. I'm looking forward to maybe a a Hound Mountain. Oh, dude, and that too. The the Clegane Bowl. It's all been all over the internet and Reddit. Don't go to Reddit, by the way. Don't go, don't, don't. People have seen this show. Somehow. Like, like I mean, folks in like New Zealand, they had a big screening not long ago. I think in New York. I think there's somebody, folks talking. Yeah, like people have seen it. So we are just speculating. <laughs> yes. If we're right, it's cool. We're just soothsayers. That's what we do. But we're just speculating. We haven't seen it. They offered us an invite. We had to turn them down. Well, I had I had a game. Yeah, I, actually, I mean, I had Brian to make, was working make some was podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, that's don't don't go to it because this is the one show. Here's the thing: this show's so good, you don't want it spoiled. There's some shows that, like, I'll watch, but if you tell me what happens next week, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I, I tell you, somebody else is going to have a hand in this. Who's the uh, the, ha- the the bastard kid who makes the, the, the swords? Jorah Mormont? Well, that's the, he, Jorah is uh, Daenerys's yeah. old guardian. Um, yeah, I know who you you're know talking about. Yes. Not Gendry. Gendry! Is it Gendry? Gendry. I thought, Gendry, who's the guy who... Or is Gendry the one that rides with Brian of Tarth? Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's Gendry Tarth. rides with yeah, Brian. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this deal, you know what I'm talking about. But that he's going to die, too. He's going to die. But he's going to be getting him some. He's, he's, <laughs> he's the he, ladies' he, man. He's going to die when Brian dies. Try, yeah, yeah. Probably. 
I'm not so tired yet. of talking about people dying. Anyway, we're going to have to move on from <laughs> death. Uh, but, folks, lock into this show. If yeah. you haven't, wa- let, let me say this, too. If you've never seen an episode of this, don't start with season eight. Please yeah. start this thing from the beginning and then watch it all at the end. It'll be on demand till probably October. Yeah, there's there's a, an actual marathon, I think, that's starting or has started. Yeah. That you can, oh, yeah. you can watch well, them it's all. It's all on demand. Right. If you have cable television or if you need my password, text me. Yeah. I would do that just to get you to watch this show. Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, Game of Thrones starting is not the only thing going on this week. No, weekend. no, not but at we all. We've got some things going on locally. Yes, sir. Um, the NBA basketball season's wrapping up. So playoffs you know, you, loom. Yeah, the playoffs are looming. Uh, but even more so in the uh, sporting room, the outdoorsman room. The SOK Summit is this weekend. Yes. Dude, so I drove by there today, and it, you can already tell there's just a buzz. There's there's little puppers running around everywhere. There's All trucks the everywhere. Girls, yeah. Yes, man. That's they're, awesome. They're expecting a little rain, but Barton, he does it first class. They've got a big tent. Of course they do. And, uh, you know, the Yeti corporate's going to be there. Watts Barbecue's going to be there. The, the, the guys from Blue Delta mm-hmm. are going to be there. It's going to be a really big deal. People are already flying in. I saw some guys from Michigan. Uh, on their uh, social media saying they were headed to the summit. It's a big deal. So cool, man. And it's going to be – it's an exclusive thing. You know what I mean? It's you got to kind of be in the group or you got to know somebody that knows True somebody that. or somebody's got to know you. Uh, but if you have a chance to get involved with what Barton is at Southern Oak uh, Kendall and they have got going on, get involved. Please. It's, it's a big deal. They do it the right way. It is the – I have never seen dogs so well taken care of. Uh, me, you know, and you say that. And I know this sounds like we're back on that podcast where we interviewed him, but I don't even know that we mentioned this. A lot of places and a lot of people that kind of do what he does, they are so much more militant. He's so calm, cool, and collected. He's like, hey, Kane, Bella, Marty, Maggie, Jacob. And he's one of the coolest guys. And he and tre- they just, uh, you know, he treats cool. his dogs like he talks like to other cool people. I mean, yeah. he, he treats them like they're cool. They're cool kids. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. And I love that. Well, that that's, you know, so. that's that's going on. Tax tax season's coming up. You got your stuff in order. I've been done. Our tax guys next door. Okay. I literally just walk across the yard. That's awesome. We, that's gonna be. I had to holler. Hard. Had to holler at Kate. She had to do some finagling. Kate Teasler. Kate Teasler, Teasler CBA. She's Change your life. Every year she changes my life. I'm talking, <laughs> you guys have no idea. Y'all laugh. <laughs> but I always get all those papers in from no all doubt. the different things I do. Because I do trivia and I MC things. And, sure. you know, I have uh, other little things that I do that companies will send me, you know, like consulting sure. things. And, you know, i got Blue Delta. And, That's right. and all the money we get here for sponsorship for the podcast. I have to I have different things Absolutely. I have to do. 1099s, W-2s. So she takes care of me. He's but, a magic man. But this is always a very stressful time for folks. And I just want to tell you, like, don't let it stress you out. Seriously. If you have trouble with your taxes, go find a professional. Please. I mean, like, please. I mean, don't get. Don't get online. Do TurboTax. Try to do it yourself. It's not worth it. <laughs> find a professional. Get a I go with Kate. McKinley, go, McKinley goes with the guy across the yard. Fred Page. Yeah. Some people go with H&R Block, but f- legit. Don't you know be what that? You know where my tax and don't be is. Late. What's that? Used to be. It, it, it's in the building that was formerly known as the front porch. Oh, you're talking Did about you, the, the, the old catfish yeah, place. The old man. catfish place. Yeah, that's where that's Fred Page's nice office is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, before you go uh, spending all your money, uh, back to the government, uh, there's some really good things going on this weekend. What's, uh, Blue Canoe's got stuff going on, right? And Blue Canoe's always got stuff I mean, going you know on. what I mean. I'm, who do they got? Don't you know? Uh, I think Friday they got James Carruthers. Okay. Uh, country Americana guy. Wears a cowboy hat. You'll like him. Um Right up your alley, you know. He'd, awesome. he'd be good there. He'd be good. I at, love a good country. He'd be song. good at Gilly's Honky Tonk. You know what I mean? Uh, the Great Affairs plays Saturday. 
I'm not really well versed on the Great Affairs. I cannot lie to you, but I feel like uh, their album cover has an old Buick or a Cutlass on it. So That's a mystery, mysterious name too. Great There's Affairs, no telling. Yeah. That seems like the type of band that like you show up and you, you expect one thing and get another. Well, it's true. And that's happened to me at Blue I'm sure. But, yeah. Uh, and, but I'll go ahead and talk about this one. Um, next, let's see, I guess uh, next Monday, Chance Stanley plays. Chance okay. Stanley's a singer-songwriter, kind of touring, prominent, you know, sure. kind of in the air. But next Tuesday's the big one. Uh, the, I think it is is the big one either. It's called uh, The Grass is Dead. Okay. And if you kind of put it all together, it is a, uh, if my memory serves me correct, is a bluegrass band? Uh, plays Grateful Dead too. I was thinking the same, and I'd love to. I've seen you too. When videos. is that Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah, you want to go uh, with the sixteenth? Can, yeah. can we go? Yes, we shall date. I want to do that yeah. mandate on Tuesday. That's sixteenth. Sixteenth. Yeah. Let's let's uh, yeah. let's do that because I I've been craving a Blue Canoe Burger for real, and I I I, I love my sisters are both Grateful Dead fans. Okay, and I was kind of like obligated because when I was like ten, that's what they were listening to. And uh, I'd love to go see that, man. Let's do that. Yeah, I'm down with that. And Adam and them, they always do it right there. No doubt. Uh, they got the duck quesadilla back on the menu. Dude. Shout out to Brittany Martinez. So I think she started a Facebook group to get that going. Adam, I've got a, I've just got a personal, you know, ode to Adam here. If you don't follow Blue Canoe and you don't care anything about music, but you like to eat, just follow their Instagram. Oh, man. Dude, I'm going to tell you something I love about Adam and them. They just make stuff, and they're like, I wonder if that'd go good with that. <laughs> well, like, it, crack fried mac and cheese. And here's the thing. Adam, uh, Adam, yeah. Adam, Adam, Adam's awesome, but he's smart because he knows all the fat guys like me and you yes. follow that. When we see that Big Bad Wolf food truck brisket mac and cheese burrito. Bri- dude. Man. Dude. I still have not had it. And I've got to have it. Got I mean, I, it. And he shows that picture with the whoever's hands it is smushing it down. Like you, oh my gosh! It's one of those things. When I see that picture, it gets my my heart racing, and it almost gives me an anxiety attack. Mm, me too. I can't get it. I'm just being for real. I'm, I'm because I, I know that I'm 28 minutes away from that if I even go. I know, but I mean Tuesday night they won't have it Tuesday. They usually do it on Thursdays. Yeah, that's that's when it is that's Thursday. Thursdays. And shout out to Big Bad Wolf. They do a good job. They really do. They, they got a uh, does a good job. Duck tacos are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's a real cool group that all kind of spawned from yeah. Canoe. Um, I want to say one thing about Canoe before I run off. One of the coolest things they do, is, uh, you know, in their place, is all over the walls, they have the names drawn. Not not on the stage where people write their own name, but all over the walls, they have the names drawn of the people that have played there. Yeah. And I go back and I look at all those names, and it takes me back in my mind to that night. That's kind of cool. You know, and I can remember the people I was and with. And they have one of the best bathroom graffiti walls you'll ever see. I have put many a Blue Delta sticker in there. <laughs> I've done so many. I've gone in there just to pee so many times. I'm like, hey, man, you done? I'm like, uh, yep, sorry, number two, but I'm really just standing up. I've already washed my take, hands. Take I'm just reading them. Off the, There's reading a funny walls. quote on the men's bathroom. It says, uh, take a step closer. That's big shit. <laughs> That's funny. But anyway, yeah, shout out to Blue Canoe for being the best around. Um, Music-wise. Yeah. One more. Big. Oh, my goodness. Big. Big act coming. You know what? I heard all you ratty friends are coming to town. They are. Are they? Oh. They have not settled down. Um, Hank Jr. Bo Cephas. Bo Cephas coming to Bank Corp South Center. I'm going to go ahead and get our email ready. Yeah, we're going to get him. We're going to send this to Hank's agent this week. With a double handle of Maker's Mark. <laughs> well, hell, Kentucky Pack- Tavern. Because <laughs> we don't make a lot of money, but we're going to get him something. And no kidding, this is going to be Awesome. We're not. We're we're joking about 
probably getting money here, but the concert's going to be awesome. No, the, the concert's going yeah, to be fantastic. We're going to try to get Hank. I don't want people to think we had Hank lined up. Just keep listening over the next... We'll let you know when we either get accepted or rejected by Hank every week up until we're it's trying. time. Because we're going to try. New email, new name of the podcast. Every yes. Just to get that there. Is, but what's your favorite yeah. Hank song before we wrap up? Oh, dude. There's no argument whatsoever. Dinosaur. McKinley, you stole my damn song, so I'm going to have to give my number two. I'm sorry. Blues Man. Great song. Yeah. Great song. My friend Bud Holman loves Dinosaur. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, loves it. Dude, it's, it, it's, it's a... Remember we were talking about the bowling alley, the Rebel Lanes episode? Mm-hmm. That's another song. You it play is. Dinosaur, and everybody's like, Yeah! yeah. Flashing lights sure make me dizzy. <laughs> It, Great song, and you got to catch him now because I mean, truthfully, he ain't got many shows. Don't know how many. And I have been to Tupelo to see him when I was in uh, riding the loop years, like ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, when he showed up, absolutely hammer drunk, sitting on a bar stool, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> that's it. That was twenty years ago." Yeah, and here he is. So ninety nine awesome. years old, <laughs> but he's awesome. He's a legend, and I, you know, if the, if the one's coming up, that's a good one to go to. That's a really good. Do one you up. know somebody that? Gain a year of life or gain a year of life soon. Let me tell you something. Uh, I got to give a big old year. Uh, one more uh, acknowledgement for my friend Nick Weaver. Made another trip around the sun, and uh, he's a very uh, he's the kind of guy he doesn't like shout outs for birthdays. But I want to give him a shout out because he's very near and dear to my heart. He's one of my best friends on the planet, and he um, there's nobody that'll be there for you like Nick. So shout out to him. Uh, happy birthday. He's one of the guys that founded Blue Delta. And now they let that. us use a super nice. They let us use too. the awesome studio whenever we need to do some recording in there. And every once in a while, they let me uh, hang out with them and make some jeans. But I want to give them a shout out and uh, all those folks over there that uh, do good stuff for us. But I'm promptly gonna drive over to Oxford and take Nick to Ryan's and get them to sing him Happy Birthday. Oh, <laughs> because that's the worst thing that could ever happen on your birthday. But no kidding. Yeah. Happy Birthday, Nick. Yeah, no and, and I'll say this about Nick. I know he listens every week, so he's going to hear this. He says we're at least one of the top 25 or 30 podcasts he listens to. That's awesome, we're the, we're That's the a big-time deal. It's a big-time deal. He, he listens to like 3,000 podcasts. Yeah, he listens to like 12, and we're in the top 20. So, no, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> Nick's my guy. But anyway, Mac, it's been awesome seeing man, you. Man, it's been great seeing you, man. I know we got several other things to do this week. Next week, we'll break down some NBA playoffs. Uh, we'll have the playoff format for softball and baseball in high school, local. Uh, Juco will be wrapping up. We'll give you some other stuff. Get, jump into some MLB. Yeah. Maybe have a couple of guests next week. But Absolutely. uh Looking forward to it, man. Going to be a fantastic week. We'll give you a weekend roundup. Folks, thank you for listening. Check us out on Twitter at The Happening Pod and on Instagram at The Happening Pod. Uh, Been a great episode, and we'll see you Sunday in Augusta. Everybody love everybody. See ya.